wrong way for far too long. But it's because we have been experiencing, we have been living, we have been basking in the glory that is the NBA playoffs. And coming off of this monstrous win, I can finally say something that we have not said in Nayana decade. The Phoenix Suns are in the second round of the playoffs and they're coming for more. I am your host, Danny Orona, and with me is my partner in crime, my right-hand man, the one that knows all the passion about the Phoenix Suns, Mr. Jeremy Griffin. With an intro like that, it almost feels like we're in the guard. We're in the stadium. We are there. We are feeling the hype. And we are coming off a high that we haven't had in so long, ladies and gentlemen. The Valley is feeling the effects of not only one, not two, not three, but four wins against the LA Lakers, the villains, the biggest, the ones who won it last year. And ladies and gentlemen, it feels so good to be here with you tonight to recap everything in that series and what's to come. Here on a special edition of Sticks and Kicks, Suns Playoffs. I couldn't have put it better myself, Jordan. That is exactly why we're here. And yes, let's go ahead and kick it off. Start This series started last week. Well, actually now two Sundays ago. You and I, we watched that game one together. First game, I mean, it was a ritual, man. It was, it, it was like, how, how could I explain it? Something that we had not experienced in so long. And yet here it was in front of us. So, I mean, you know, we got to get big screen TV. We got our food. We got our carne asada. We got our beer. And it was all suns all that Sunday afternoon. And boy, what a way to start. Game one in Phoenix, 99 to 90. Let's go step by step with this victory, Jeremy. I would love to. See, first of all, it was weird for me. I'm not going to lie. The fact that it was the first game back in 11 years. And they have us play at 1230 in, in the afternoon, man. Those games are, are just killers in, in my just as a, as a fan watching. But I know a lot of people in the Valley, a lot of Suns fans, were actually digging that. They wanted to go ahead and just just get it, get it going, right? I, I, what, is, that, is that the take? Uh, that's, that, that was definitely my take as a fan. Not, not thinking about the athletes just as a fan. 12-30 game? Hell yeah. I'm all for that because you've gotten up. If you got to do whatever chores you got to do around the house, get them done. If you go to church on Sundays... You go to church in the morning. After 11, you got all day to do whatever. So why not start? 12.30, crack open one. Uh, get some brunch going right there. Mimosas if you're into that. Uh, we, we, we had our fair share of those as well. And uh, starting from then on, not just the Suns games, but a couple games after that, not a bad way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Not gonna lie with you. I mean, I can I I, I can adjust. Obviously, it's, I'm gonna be there regardless yeah. of what time. Oh, well, you it, definitely were. <laughs> I'm gonna be there three o'clock in the in, in a.m. to whatever twelve in the afternoon. I will be there whenever they play. I remember uh, when we were USA team, we had to watch at like five a.m. I was about to ask if you ever had to actually do that for. Yeah, a I was just about to say that the USA basketball team was like five a.m. four thirty uh, a.m. You had to wake up and watch those games. And uh, I, I don't know why I did it to watch the American team go 210 points a game <laughs> or whatever. But the Suns, we're back. They played their game early morning. And you know what? 
It was exactly what they wanted. I think it, I mean, we couldn't ask for anything better. The final score was 99 90. And Danny, we kind of looked like we were in control of that game. Looking at the box score right now, it doesn't seem like there was a point where we weren't. We outscored them in every single quarter except for the fourth quarter. So, I mean, that game, I don't want to say the term cruise control, but it, it, it was all about execution. The plays were being executed as needed. Now, there was a couple of things leading up to this game and, you know, a very, very serious scare for us in that. Uh, so, I'll just start with the pregame thing. And um, we had actually forgotten about this for a while throughout the whole series after game one. LeBron James not being suspended after attending a tequila party. Before the game, Al McCoy, Suns legend, put it best. He just laid out the facts. The NBA said if a player violates these rules, he will be fined and or suspended and being forced to quarantine. Because it was LeBron James, none of this happened. This is all we are going to say on this matter. We are going to move on because my job here is to call a game. I mean, what else can you say? And and I want to go ahead and take it a step further. There's somebody who uh, who's a bigger mouth, has a way bigger mouth, and he likes to talk by the name of uh, Charles Barkley. <laughs> I heard, I've heard of him. <laughs> and he made it very clear. He said, the NBA is too scared to do anything to LeBron James. And he's right, 1,000%. But you know what, though? Let's go ahead and move on because it's not going to bother us. Honestly, in hindsight, I mean, it's still wrong at the end of the day, but in, in now, in hindsight, don't fucking matter. Yep. Whatever. It, hey, you know what? We didn't want to cruise through the first round anyway because our next opponent, we'll talk about them later, I don't think they're going to be an easy team to go through. So a nice little fight to win. Danny said six. I said five. So, hey, as long as we didn't go seven. Yep. And this game, I mean, we kind of proved it. The very first game out of, out of the gate – Devin Booker wanted the game. He it, it it came to him. He whatever he wanted to do, he played. Put up thirty four points. Uh, I believe he had eight assists and seven rebounds. Damn near a triple double. The game just came to him. He played forty five minutes and just forty five minutes. Damn near the whole game. And uh, and and it had to be his first game. Yeah, I, I can't imagine he would have wanted to spend one minute off. <laughs> he was probably telling Monty, you know, I'm good. Well, Danny, tell him why he had to. I mean, it was it was it was a, a scary moment for us. And that's why I believe he had to play the 45. It happened in a moment where the Suns were in complete control of the game. And I remember you and I, even my wife, were kind of joking around in my living room. And I was in the middle of making a joke about Alex Caruso, but whatever. <laughs> when Chris Paul came down, came down hard, crashed into his own teammate, Cam Johnson, was seen holding his shoulder. And you kind of see, you see falls like this all the time. They're down for a bit. And, you know, they get back up. They kind of limp off the court, take their free throws, whatever whatever it may be. But he stayed down. He stayed holding that shoulder. He wasn't moving. He wasn't squirming. He was just down with his eyes closed, hands on his shoulder. And the and he, energy just got sucked out of the room, sucked out of the entire state. That, like, are you serious? The first time we're back in the playoffs and the number one reason why we're there goes down? Dude, I heard a pin drop from a mile yes. from a mile away. That's how quiet Arizona got. It was it was a scary moment for all Phoenix Suns fans. It was it was an extremely scary moment. And I mean, let's be honest about it. And we're still kind of dealing with that right now. We we are still dealing with that. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened. 
I believe it was Cam Johnson who he got wrapped yeah. up on, and it it looked like he just pulled it. It looked like he just pulled it out of out of, out of socket. Something I don't I I'm not a trainer, not medical staff, but it just looked bad. Yeah, and and and, look, and the thing is that uh, it looked bad because he is not a complainer. He is not one to stay down. He is not one to fake an injury. He is not one to like flop. But he stayed down, and he was obviously in pain. So that was definitely worrisome for for us. I kept watching the re. They kept playing over the replay. Where was it? Where was the hit? Where where did it happen? And it and it seemed just like an incidental bump, just unlucky bump with Cam Johnson that took him out. And uh, sure enough, when he when he finally they they came back from commercial break, they were barely getting him up on his feet and off and off into the went straight to the locker room. Uh, I don't know if they went in for X rays or whatever it is they got back there, but uh, yeah, like uh, the energy was definitely sucked out of the room. And I remember in my mind, like, kind of something just kind of snapped, like, whoa, 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 hey, we still got a game to play. Mm-hmm. I understand that this is bad. I understand it. Like, we, we're worried about Chris Paul. I understand that th- things are definitely not going the way we want them to. But, hey, we got more basketball to play. And Devin Booker, like you said, had to put the team on his back, played those 40, what would you say, 45, 45. minutes? Five. 45 minutes, and, you know, let's go. That's because that's what was needed. Chris Paul ended up coming back. And I remember the relief when we saw him back on that bench, like, okay, it's nothing too, too serious. He is back here. And when he checked back in, bro, I, I damn near lost my mind. But we both agree that uh, he should have been out of that game a lot. Well, I think you were the one that called it. I think late third quarter, you saw him and you were just like, man, get him out of there. Yeah. like right? I, He I, just did not look right. We were both surprised together that there in, in this whole series, in my personal opinion, that there wasn't more of a Javon Carter sighting. Exactly. It was very it was very mind-boggling to me, especially with the uh, guard situation. I mean, let's be honest, we have a plethora of guards. We we are we are uh, locked and loaded at the guard position in my personal opinion. And yeah, we didn't use any of those guys. It was and weird. Heading into the series, that was one of the things that we kind of pointed out like we are deeper, we are way deeper in, in our bench than they are. So, uh for for him not to use all of his pieces, I can only imagine he's still planning for the future. Like, he, we still got more games to come, you know, kind of, we both agreed that the term, break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. He didn't think it was an emergency. We both did. But, hey, there's a reason he's on the bench and we're here talking about him. So, Chris Paul, I mean, he did come back in the game, but he didn't really contribute, unfortunately. But he was back. It was good to see. Another man who uh, really didn't contribute this first game as well was Jake Crowder, man. He this was guy was super off. Absent. He was actually 0 for 7 from 3. And let's be honest, that's, that's, his, that's his spot. That's what, that's what we need him for. Three-pointers. Same thing with Bridges. Uh, he would, he, I mean, he put up a 10-point game, but he was 4 for 12. You know, but I mean, his defense is, is where we need it. But this guy, this guy, man, I mean, he surprised everybody. I don't know about everybody. Everybody. Not for those expecting him. I didn't expect that. I know you didn't. You made that damn clear. <laughs> I didn't expect DeAndre Aiden to yep. be the MVP yep. of this series. Bro. And I said it right here. I, and the MVP of this series. I didn't expect DeAndre Aiden to do it. And he did it in dramatic fashion in the first game against Anthony Davis. He went ahead and put up a double-double of 21 points and 16 rebounds. How many? 16. Bro, I remember throughout the season having to defend him night in and night out that, hey, just give him some time. He'll, it'll come to him. 
we got this. Don't worry. He's getting it. He's getting it. And he, he waited until the very last goddamn minute, like if something out of a movie, and he pulled it out. It must have been the shoes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, uh, well, I mean, that whole game, we actually rebounded them 47 to 33. Which is, I mean, we couldn't ask for anything more. That was one of the main focuses that we were worried about. We were worried about the big men from uh, L.A. We were worried about Drummond, and we were worried about Davis, Davis. and oh. Morris and all those guys. So for us to go ahead and handle them in game one like we did, it was great to watch. I, I enjoyed it very much. So, I mean, let's go ahead and look at it. I mean, LeBron James tried to do LeBron James things. But he only put up 13 shots. He almost had a triple-double, 18 points, 10 assists, 7 boards. Anthony Davis was off. Off, yep. off. And, and, he, and he put that loss on himself. Yeah. That after, yeah. after the game, he said that I need to be better. This is why I'm here. This is what I need to do is this playoff time, and I'm going to put this on me and come back stronger second game. You know what? Respect. Totally. That's, to what, that's what a leader does. And that's what a leader does. But as a fan watching the game, oh, their role players didn't do shit. Yeah, Alex Caruso, I mean, he went four for nine with 10 points. He played 24 minutes. He didn't make a bigger impact on the game. If that's your backup point guard, you're in trouble. Kyle Kuzma, 19, point, 19 minutes, zero points the first game. And, I mean, well, the, the entire series. Yeah, this whole series. <laughs> him and uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story about him later on. But, yeah, no, he was another guy who was a one for seven from three with seven points. The supporting cast of the uh, Los Angeles Lakers were non-existent. And that, that I mean, you can't win a series doing that type of stuff. That's not the way it's going to get it done. But somehow, they got it done. The next game? Next game brought a little bit more worry. Now, the big question on everybody's mind was obviously going to be Chris Paul, whether, whether or not he was going to be able to, to play, whether or not he should play. And uh, I was definitely in the opinion that Hey, if he's not at least at lowest, lowest 80%, maybe even 90, bro, sit him. We got, we got games. We this, is a, this is a series. This is a seven game series. Like you're like, this is this game two is not make it or break it for anybody. I would not have risked him, but you know what? He told the coach that he was good to go and he, he gave it a shot. And I think we were both against that as well. I, um, I was I was uh, with letting him start if he said he was good to go, but I what was it five minutes into the game, six minutes into the game? Yeah. Oh, we we got to pull. By the way, nope. Get we him out. Pull get him. him out. And he still stood in the game. Played twenty three minutes. He only put up six points. I think he was a big detriment to that loss. But I mean, everybody else was another cold night from Jay Crowder that night. One for six with eight points only. Mikael Bridges only six points. He went two for six. Six points. What are we going to do? The only two guys that really did what they do, and even this guy, even though he put up 31 points, Devin Booker was off that game. I know he put up 31, and I, I, I see he was 7 for 17. He was 0, uh, 0 at 3, but I think there was a stretch in that game when it, we was already done. The final score was 109-102, but I— It I, wasn't that close. It, wasn't it, it was that, not it wasn't a seven-point game. I remember there was like a good minute— where I think Devin Booker had like ten free throws. He just he just went off and uh and you said it best. It was a thirty one, but it was an ugly thirty one. It was an ugly thirty one. It definitely was. But I mean, there was one guy who came to play, who who stood consistent. Yes, sir. He played very well, and it was my man uh, DeAndre Aiden. 
A double-double. Came out with 22 points and 10 assists. And then actually I would uh, give a big shout-out to campaign as well. When uh, they saw that Chris Paul wasn't going to get it done, Chris Paul wasn't get they sat him. Yeah, campaign came out, played 33 minutes, 19 points. 19 points, 7 assists, and 3 boards. The game did not seem too big for him. He, he looked at home and he looked locked in. I would like, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now thinking about campaign going and campaign going things. hard at the defending world champions. Bro, watching him was a thing of beauty out there. He missed a shot. He was hustling his ass back there to, to cover defensively. Uh, he, he, was go, he was going off. He was up against uh, LeBron, up against uh, Drummond, whoever it was. Um, Caruso had him for a while, and it didn't matter. It doesn't matter who was in front of him. He gave it 110%. It trips me out that this guy was just sitting on a couch playing Xbox or whatever he was doing. And he was he swimming. Was, he was that's swimming it. He was swimming in the pool when he got the call. Yep. And it, it, it's just mind-blowing that look at him. Look at him now. Did you see that quote that came out after that game or, or after one of these games in the series uh, that uh, the statement that Chicago or somebody had said something in Chicago? No. It had said, uh, and I don't know who it was, but it was a quote that they pulled after the second, after our second practice, it was obvious this is not an NBA caliber player. Get out of here. That was what was said about campaign out of the Chicago camp. That's hilarious. Thank you, Chicago. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, man. Hey, I'm not going to lie. We'll get into it a little bit later, but campaign might have to resign. We'll see about that. Oh. But, hey, 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 hey. Thank you, Chicago, for the champagne problems. There you go. Because at one point, we didn't have one point guard to we stand right on. Now. Oh, my God. There was, there was, I mean, at what we had three, and then we went to none, and then now we got two you know solid. Just sidebar, do you remember that three-headed dragon that we had a few years ago? It's funny that you say dragon because his name was Drogic. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah Drogic, had, Knight, and Bledsoe. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was, uh, it was, wasn't. Um, oh, Tom, and then we I, got I, Thomas. Thomas, he was in there for a while. We got, I, I, think, I think all four at the same time. I think we got rid of Drogic to get Thomas, and then we got rid of. Oh, didn't they overlap a year? I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember if all four of them were there. All right, but I do know that that we did have a plethora of point guards. We had a lot. You know what? And then we moved on to having I, a plethora of wingers. I think it was Drogic, uh, Thomas, and Knight. And then I think we kept Thomas, and I don't know how. Maybe then I think that's when we traded for Bledsoe. Okay. I'm not one. Don't quote me on that, but it's possible. I don't really remember. How that whole point guard situation worked, but I do remember the three headed monster that it was. How Bledsoe doing? You know where he's at, right? Any with uh, Milwaukee? No, he's not even in the playoffs, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm way off. My man is uh, sitting at home with the Pelicans. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> man. Oh, weren't they gonna unload the whole roster? He was up for grabs, right? I think he think they're they're unloading like most of the roster and rebuilding. I'm good. <laughs> oh I'm no, good. definitely, definitely, like. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we don't want him around any hair salons yeah. around here. Oh, we don't, we, yeah, we don't need that type of uh, stuff. Man. And last thing on this game, too, that we were talking about during the game uh, while we were texting back and forth, bro, turnovers. I said it. They did not outplay us. We were shooting ourselves in the foot. 13 turnovers from the Phoenix Suns that led to, I want to say, 23 points off turnovers is what it was. Yeah, 13 to their seven, man. You and, know, and, and that's not good. And then if you look at, if you look at the stats, man, Everybody basically on the starting uh, floor scored double digits. Anthony Davis, 30. For, and that we all kind of saw that coming after the game that Anthony Davis had yeah, in game we, one. 
you knew that he was going to come back with fire. Yeah, we, we could not have expected game one Davis to be all series. like. And, I mean, no, we, we got 22-10 and 10 from Aiden, and he, he played well. But, I mean, let's be – I mean – Anthony Davis is one of the top tier players in the NBA. We, we, yeah, we 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 love him, but just to be honest, Anthony Davis is a better player. Yeah. at this time, at this time, exactly. Than DeAndre. So yeah, he you know he damn near put up a triple double. He was three assists short. LeBron James he played well, twenty three points, only nine of sixteen shooting. LeBron's been shooting a lot of threes this uh, series, and I like it. I, I I'm glad we made him do that. It's it's not to take away from, but I don't. Think it's so much that we made him because that was definitely a part of it. I don't want to. I don't want to hear you say that it, that, that it was mainly injury too. No, 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 no. Is that his teammates didn't help? Also, like uh, he kept on giving it up, trying to get one side and like missing layups. So you missing, think that's why he stopped going? He was like, Nah, I need like, to take yeah, these shots I, myself. And he had to. He tried to be LeBron from ten years ago, maybe yeah. even just from five years ago. So if if he would have been that, maybe we could have had some problems. But he just he. All the time, man. So, yeah, no, they beat us in both categories, man. They had us 39 rebounds, 24 assists to our 31 rebounds, 21 assists. And, I mean, we're the one with the point guard, so we should be handling business like that. So, yeah, no, well, we knew that we were going to go on, back and on handle. On paper, we had the point guard, not on the court uh, for that game. On the game. court, this is true. But, yeah, no, we knew that we weren't going to take that line down, so we were going to go back to L.A., and we were going to spank them, right? We, we don't take that. You're going to beat us on our home floor, so we're going to go to your house, and we're going to whoop your ass. Yep. That's not exactly what happened. Well, okay, before we get into the third game, going back to L.A., I want to talk about everybody on social media jumping off ship. They were getting in the lifeboats. They were like, well, series is over. We're done. I didn't hear it's that over. yet. I, uh, I didn't get it after. Bro. I got it after this no, game. No, I got after right after. game three was where I bro, got. I started getting that after Chris Paul went down game one. People were throwing I the did. towel. You know what, though? But I don't. See, and that's. Danny. Those are knee jerk reactions. I you get gotta, it. You got to stop letting those those little minuscule uh one percenters get to you, man. It's because they're not the one person. And you know what? Maybe they are, but they're the ones that are being loud on social media. Uh, then, uh, hey, man, the loudest guy is not really the smartest all the time, you know? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah, exactly. You're giving them grease. Yeah. Leave them alone. Don't <laughs> let them get to you, man. Come on. Not every. I mean, yes, I did hear some rumblings. Like, oh, that's it without Chris Paul. But we both knew. It's like, well, we still got Booker and Aiden and Crowder and Craig and Br uh, Bridges, you know. And, right. and you know. somebody had to go remind Monty that we had Craig. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, bro, you remember this guy? Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, but no, no, no. Like, yeah, after after that after that game two one to one loss. Like, all right. And I remember putting it out on my own page. Like, hey, you know what? This is what playoffs about. We punched you first. You punched back. All right, let's take it to L.A. All we need is one from them. I remember that. All we need is one. But, and, uh, but. Go ahead. There was an incident that was, I mean, I don't want to get too into it because it wasn't called, but he kicked my man in the nuts. All right, you got, you got crowded. And when you get crowded, that means you you get kicked in the nuts by somebody who's like intentionally trying to kick you in the nuts. Anthony Davis, you don't damn well know you. Let me rephrase that. I'm a little upset. Anthony Davis, you know damn well that you don't shoot like that. You know you don't kick your foot out like that ever, man. So no one does. And you know, and you know what? That's actually been called offensive fouls yeah. when going in and, and to say that that's a natural motion. So, okay. I mean, at least, at least, hey, at least not a technical. Maybe, 
See, there you go. All right, maybe not a flagrant, but I mean a text something. So you you kick the man in the nuts, man. You know. So uh, that, that's the only thing I'm going to touch on that. But whatever, go back and to- and and then that that of course led to the uh, the other incident. I, I think that was game three. No, 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 it was the same game where uh, campaign got into it with Caruso. Campaign oh, the ball up, throw! Campaign ended up getting ejected. I remember or that. Was that game one? I think that was game one. Okay. I think that was game one. I mean, hey, let's that be was, honest. That was at the end. Let's though. be honest though. This series has been chippy from the start. Like we knew it was gonna be like that. Even it's even, LA. It's LA. It's LA. It's LA. That's it, it. I mean, I, look, look. The way it goes for me is, I mean, it goes San Antonio, LA for me. I think Danny is. I think Danny's reversed. Yep. I think Danny's LA, San Antonio. LA, correct? San Antonio. Yeah. See, so you know, like we knew that if we if we were gonna play any of these teams, and I mean, we got close to maybe playing San Antonio. I think they were. I going wanted for, that series. I think they were going for seventh, or maybe they were going for eighth. I don't remember, but. I mean, they were close to being in the playoffs. Yep, they got limited in the playing game, so. Yeah, you know, so we knew that there was going to be some ugliness going into this game. And it it I mean, it started off it started off exactly how we expected, but they didn't expect to get punched in the mouth like that. So, yep. when they, so they punched when when they punched us one when we punched them once and then they punched us twice. They came back with that one too. Oh yeah, my God. that's oh man. So and get that, right into game 3. That that third punch, man. Uh I know Danny was talking about last game that you know, it wasn't that close. This game was never never that close. This game was ugly from the get-go. Danny, go ahead and get into it. So, we got game 3 going in and uh you know what I don't want to say from uh, from the beginning because they kept it close in the first quarter. The second quarter, both teams played what could have been the worst quarter of playoff basketball in history. And uh, it was a perfect opportunity to just one take a commanding lead over the other. No, both teams just were shooting horribly. Uh, in, the, in the second quarter alone, Phoenix Suns, total of 12 points. L.A., total of 16 points. There was just no good ball movement. People were missing open shots. People were missing layups. People were not getting to their assignments. There was fouls being called. I mean, it was just complete chaos. And um, neither one of them were able to take advantage. When we started, came back from the half, and we we both said, and we say it all the time, third quarter is, I think, the most pivotal one for the Phoenix Suns. It's a make-it-or-break-it quarter. The Lakers came back to play in the second half. The Suns, I guess, stayed in the locker room. They never came. There was no fight being shown. Uh, Chris Paul gave it another go, and you know what? I definitely didn't think Chris Paul should play this game. And uh, but, well, here, but there we are again. It was ugly again because Chris Paul played twenty-seven minutes, put up seven points, six assists, five boards. Which I mean, some people that's good, but no, that's not for the starters that we have. I mean, Devin Booker, 19 points. Now, this game, last game that we talked His about. His worst game. Yeah, yeah. We talked about that thir- that ugly 30. This was, I mean, he couldn't even buy a bucket. And he played yep. 41 minutes of that game. It was bad. Jay Crowder, again, I'm telling you, three games in a row looked so ugly. And that was that was when they, that we were starting to, I'll admit that I was starting to worry because Jay Crowder, like, after game one, all right, all right. He's just not there yet. Game two, all right, we, we got to get him back. If we want to take another lead in this series, we got to get Jay Crowder to do Jay Crowder things. Mikhail's defense came back. So we had Mikhail Bridges back defensively. He made a couple of threes here and there in uh, uh, game two, game three. 
But uh, Carter was the last piece that needed to fall. There was just no Javon Carter. And me putting all of my chips in that he was going to be there for game three, be in L.A. You know he has that huge rivalry with LeBron James stemming all the way back to the finals of last year. And Jay Crowder nowhere to be seen. And I will admit that I started getting worried because if Jay Crowder was never going to appear, then you know what? We are in where we, we were going to be in trouble. Well, it wasn't just that. Not only that, man. I mean – our bench was non-existent. The one thing we didn't talk about in the first two games was our backup center, who was, I mean, abysmal. He was playing disgustingly bad, and I'm talking about Dario Saric. It wasn't until game three that he had a DMP. He didn't even play because we knew that we were going to go with my buddy, my guy, Frank the Tank. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, that's where the turning point happened right there where we put Frank the Tank in. I can't argue with that one because uh, Frank, I definitely enjoyed him playing earlier in the season. We went on like a 10-2 run when he was a starter when Sarge was out. Yep. For some reason, when he, Sarge came back, we decided that Sarge was going to be the starter again, even though I believe Frank had, had earned that spot. And after that long stint coming off the bench, I, I don't know. Frank was just not the same to me. And uh, Dario, he was just... I've never liked Dario. Dario's and never been good. Sh- and Frank didn't do anything, but Frank had presence. His box yeah. score numbers did not show up, but he was guarding DeAndre he Drummond. He, he I mean, pushing he, people it, off. He his was, he feet was boxing were there. Out. He was in the paint. He was doing what he had to do. So that game three was just ugly. But let's and be honest here, about it. The they had the second. They had the guy that we knew. That was going to bring trouble. And that was Anthony Davis. He was hot. He was electric. He was ready to go. And again, he put up another 34 points, 11 rebound game. He was he was on fire. This guy made it very clear that he was the best, best player on the floor. Yeah. But at the same time, our best player, one of our best players on the floor, I'm going to say Chris Paul, wasn't healthy. Yep. So this is this is where where the pivotal Change happens in game four. Yeah, and then just to just to wrap up on the center talk that I had, like Dario Saric for me has always been more about finesse, catching the ball, kind of going around, kind of going up and over, you know, getting that layup in. But he's always been so soft, and that was not going to do it against the Lakers. We knew that from the beginning, and even our our local radio hosts finally were saying like, hey. This guy's been missing in action and kind of glad that he stayed on the bench. And, uh, you know, it was it was tough for them to admit because I don't know why the entire year they were raving about him. Bro, he was not impressive. I don't know where they were getting this stuff. But, 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 uh, but no, that, that was definitely not the answer. Uh, you and I were both asking, you know, he's, he's not a center, but we had no other, no other option. Yeah. Bro, put Torrey Craig in there. And that's what Let he him said, right? bully some guys around. And he showed it with the way that he was getting those Hell offensive yeah. rebounds and getting his boards. And, yeah, no, I, I, I don't understand. As we talked about it together, Dario Saric put up numbers, but he did it few and far in between. And it's not something that we wanted to see. It was not something that... We needed day in and day out. Exactly. We needed more consistency from that backup position. So what we weren't happy about is what we were getting. So I was happy to see Frank Kaminsky go into the game. Also, having Chris Paul... I mean, in my personal opinion, he wasn't healthy until game four. Since game game one. 
Because we both agreed. You didn't want him back in, in game two. I wanted him back, but after I saw him play, I was like, sit him down. I think we both agreed in game three, like, oh, no, he shouldn't play at all. Yeah, and it was, it was obvious that the, the, the shot was bothering me. He did not have a comfortable three-pointer in game two or three. He was almost scared to take that shot. Going inside, like, if it was anywhere outside of the paint, he was not taking that shot. And I even asked you, is it legal to jump on a free throw? Because he did it. Both feet left the ground. No one called anything. I've never seen that before in my life. He, he took a jump shot as a free throw. That's how you know he wasn't feeling and, uh, well. And yeah, and so I'm anybody like, who takes anybody who has to jump on a free throw, you know the injury is is really not is you know definitely affecting the way that the way that they're playing. And uh, and so I could I could not fathom why he was still in there, but uh, but yeah, that that was that uh, that I think was the major major point in 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 us like not getting our game together. And then uh, game four came around. And then game four. Game four was, I mean, a pivotal turning point. And one thing that I think we both agreed on, and I'll go ahead and throw it out there. Yes, it was a big moment. It was a huge moment when the Lakers lost Anthony Davis. That was it. Anthony Davis left the game, game four, with a groin injury. It was very unfortunate. And I will say this right now, ladies and gentlemen, I do not wish wish injury on any player we say it every week but hey it it really helped us it really helped us it re- it was a big turning point for us to have that momentum swing in that game and then have chris paul come back the way that he did and for me it was like like i said we didn't wish from just like i know they didn't wish for chris paul to get injured yeah nobody did i don't put that on like and i don't think anybody did that that, that uh and i don't think anyone thank god that chris paul got injured in game one yeah. but it was just something that we had to deal with so now the kind of like the foot was on the other shoe our guy was coming back and now you guys had to play without yours uh, the shoes on the other foot <laughs> nah, really and uh it just it just so it just so happened to work out that way and yeah like the best way to say this is that the Lakers got exposed without Anthony Davis. Yeah, because they had their hey, they had their king. That was, they had their king. They had the it? goat, right? They had the Hall of Famer. They had the best player on the. Is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> is this your guy? This year, guy who played thirty-eight minutes, he put up twenty-five points. He went one from seven from three point with twelve boards. That's your king. That's the guy who, hey, 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 these shoulders were built for this? I, I was hoping you were going to bring that no, up. No, that was next game. That, after, that's, that was uh, next that, game's that was comment. That's game one. five. That, that was, was game five's yeah. comment. But, yeah, no, game four was a, was a huge pivotal moment, and it was sad to see Anthony Davis go down. But, hey, exactly what I said as a player. I hope you're okay. We're going to take advantage. Yep, let's go. And like, that's exactly what we did. We, we went said. ahead and got in there. I mean, Chris Paul played 32 minutes, and he looked better than he did in each game except for the first game. What, what, what came back were the hard passes. I don't know if you noticed that during this game because he was able to dribble with both hands, go into the court, under the basket, the whole Steve Nash, you know, keep the dribble alive sort of thing, and then throw it all the way to the other side of the court to a player. He was not doing that in between – uh, games two and three, and I think that was definitely cutting the Suns' offense in half. Like half the plays they couldn't be run because Chris Paul was not able to run them. With this opening up, more guys were being able to get shots. Lakers, they were on skates. 
they had no idea where to turn. Ball was going every which way. The Suns' ball movement was absolutely beautiful. We had a couple of wide-open dunks inside because everyone was just flat-footed. They didn't know where to turn. And that that right there is is the definition of capitalizing on your opponent's weakness. Well, yeah, it was not only that, though, but you saw some life come into a couple players that started to show life. Players that we needed. Jay Crowder came in. He went 6 of 12. He decided to show up. He, hey, hey, he, I, I don't know what it was. I think he wanted to wait till uh, we were in L.A. So, <laughs> you know, hey, hey, everybody likes an entrance. There you go. So he went ahead and put in a nice little entrance. We got a nice 17.7 board for him, 3 of 8 from 3. And, and that's not that- what we like, but 3 of 8 from 3 was showing that he was starting to turn. They were timely 3 of 8. Oh, like the true. ones that that he did get, the three shots that he did, I, I remember every one of them. They, they they were the ones that we needed at that moment, and you know that's where that's where the uh, the the important players you know tend to shine. And I loved that he never stopped shooting, even though he was ice cold, even though he was what did they say he couldn't throw a beach ball into the ocean at some point, <laughs> but he never stopped shooting. He never shied away. Eventually, it was going to come back. He knew it. Monty knew it. His teammates knew it. Half of the fans had given up on him, but he proved that he was that he was back. And, and it was awesome. And you and and it couldn't have come at a at a more timely spot because Devin Booker again only put up seventeen points and he went five fourteen. I think this is where a lot of people started to. Oh, he's going to hit a slump right now. We know Devin Booker has done that where he has the. I mean, I think it was more. In the beginning of the season, yeah. and I think it was one time at the end of the season. It was like a nice 10-game stretch. I think you did twice and, and, the season. And I remember it was like a couple of weeks before the postseason that happened. Exactly, and, 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 and it was where everybody was worried. It's like, man, where are you, Book? You're getting cold. And I remember telling you, hey, I'm glad it's happening right now than in the playoffs. But <laughs> lo and behold, it also oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but no, like the, the comment that, uh, that was getting to me the most that I saw in a lot of people – like, oh, Devin Booker is just a regular season player. The playoffs were too big for him. That was that was that was what I started reading, you know, across uh Hey, in hindsight, hey, this didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though? It was all it was good to see the one guy who that I didn't expect anything from until he did it like three times in a row. When when DeAndre Aiden Tell him. Put up three different, uh, three different double doubles. It was kind of like, all right, well now you're expected to do that, and he did. All right, all right, he did I'll it do again. It. He only granted he only put up 14 points, but that's all we really needed from him because he gave us 17 rebounds. Yep. He went ahead and made, and I know some of those were offensive rebounds as well because I know he gave us second chance opportunities, and we can always use that. And that's why a rebound, the way I think about it, every rebound is an extra possession. It may be just a little second possession as a, for a putback, but hey, that's two points that otherwise wouldn't have been there. Exactly, and that's my point. And that's why with the way that he played, everybody was able to go in double digits. 17 points Crowder, Bridges had 11, 14 from Aiden, 18 from Paul, Booker 17, and then the most reliable guy off the bench, Campaign, with uh, 13 points. Killed it. Killed it. I love it. And then we go ahead and move on to... <sighs> Bro. Bro. Then we go to Tuesday, June 1st. 
Series tied 2-2. Suns have a chance to go up. We actually went to the bar for this one. We did. And I remember here at the studio, I had to wrap everything up real quick. I told, hey, guys, get your shit and go because uh, I got to make it across town right And here. what actually made me happy is I would love to shout this out. I would love to shout out the Valley. Yes. Oh, my God. How many? They how many? Hey, what was the Sun a jersey to Laker jersey ratio oh, in that motherfucker? It was over. I think oh. I saw like three Laker jerseys. And then that's it. Yep. That's and it. I didn't man. definitely didn't hear any of them. <laughs> That's for damn sure. You don't know why? <laughs> Crickets. Jesus Christ, Crickets. bro. The- With Chris Paul coming back on the mend, trying to get back to 100%, looking better and better each day, especially with that game that he just come off of, and then having the unfortunate news of knowing that your best player, in my personal opinion, the best player on the Lakers, was going to be out. Yep. And they made the right decision for that. Like, you know what? Let's heal this up. Let's make sure you get some extra rest in here. Trying to, uh, trying to get him back to as close to 100% as possible. They had to travel back to Phoenix. So. Yeah. And, uh, and I also, uh, I forget how old Anthony Davis is, so I do apologize. I'm 28 maybe. I want to say 29. I don't, I don't think he's in his 30s yet. But you don't want to risk your career like that, you know, on just one game. It, it, it was very smart of the training staff, very smart of everybody to go ahead and sit him down, not let him play. It, it, I was, I was, uh, obviously I was happy as hell, you know, you don't want him to play. Yeah, no, I want to win the game, but I, I don't want to see some, hey, he tore his groin, you know, and then he's out because if he was going to be out now, he was going to miss a significant time yep. of next season. 29 years old, by the way. And, yeah, see, 29 years old. So, yeah. So he, uh, he's still got some life. He's still got oh, a good. He's got yeah, plenty of he's life in his, with him. He's in his, uh, right now, he's in his prime. Oh, for sure. And right. I, 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 don't, I don't know very well, but I don't think he's been injured too much. No, he's, he's, he's been, he's been, uh, he's had a pretty yeah. relatively He's had career. injuries, but, I mean, what center slash power forward hasn't? Yeah. But for the most part, he's been healthy and he's been available, and that's what you want, availability. But you know what, though? He wasn't there for this game, so... This is where the king, the, the guy. And, and, and you know what? Just to, just to preface this right here, after, at, with, the, with the performance at the tail end of game four, where we tied it, we got momentum. We took one on their home court before flying back. And coming home to knowing when you took the court on Tuesday night, it was going to be in front of 18,000 Fans, it was gonna be the first time in over a year, I think maybe even a year and a half, two years, that these players were gonna be in front of a sold out arena. And to tell me that doesn't make a difference for players that had to go from playing last year's playoffs in a bubble in front of zero people to going in front of 18,000. No, I'm sorry, 16,000. I knew right then, there. Bro, this is the game. This is what we can put a punctuation point. This is what we can put them on the ropes. And did they ever? Oh, man. And it's funny because as I look at the box scores and I look at the scores, it just, it doesn't, you can't tell. All right. So, Danny, what would you say? I'll give them the first quarter where it looked, uh, it we were. We weren't worried, but I remember my buddy, uh, shout out to Max Powers, 
he told me he was like, yeah, that's you know, hey, that's a that's a good start, and I was like, nah, we need better. Well, and need lo to- and behold, bro, I when you know your team has something like when you know your team has an extra gear, and you see them play this, and and like I don't know, you you kind of look selfish when people don't see it when people yeah. don't watch they're like i mean what more do you want from them i want what they've been giving me yes. all season long i want more than what i'm getting right now and i was so happy for them to show him exactly what the hell i meant danny i i don't even know how to explain it, it the second quarter and on it was just no question they just locked in Second quarter, and let's go. 10 to 32. 10 points. 10 points. The defending champions put up 10 points. And we put up 32 points in a quarter. In a quarter. And then we went ahead and headed to the third quarter. They tried to fight back. They came and and going in, we should say, at the half, leading by 30. And you and I said, you know what? As long as they don't outscore us by more than 10 points in the third, I'm calling game. I think they outscored us by a point. Like, they, like I, I think they, uh, I, I like the, uh, the headlines that I saw that LeBron James takes over the game, goes and puts his team, puts the team on his back, and cuts a 30 point deficit to 29 in the third quarter. <laughs> That is beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Bro, because we, they did the same thing in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They, they outscored us by one point. When you get outscored 22 points in the in the second quarter, and then you outscore one point in each of the last quarters, bro, it's over. There's nothing that, else you can do. And it all has to do with the defensive intensity for which the Suns were playing Feeding off of, like I said, that crowd that was there, they would not stop. And they were going like, they they, they had their opponent down. Kick them while they're down. Do they not did. let them get up. They did. They made it very clear that they were there to play. And it's funny because we were at their house. No, yep. no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were home. We were home. When the, the, in that first game when they were uh, when they were dancing around? Is that where you're going? yeah. When they, when, they, when they were, like, celebrating and, like, you know, goofing around. They were, you know, acting a fool. Yeah, down the yeah. they were home and actors too, right? And then they came to our home. Yep. And we went ahead and just put the hurt in. They got humbled. And we are the ones that acted like we've been there before. And we shut down. Bro, they had Caltavius Pope. This is, I believe this was the game where he got never, injured. Never heard of him. This is the game he got. Yeah, you shouldn't have heard him. He put up zero points. Yep. I don't know if you know Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, he didn't, he put up zero points too. He non-existent, non-existent. There, ladies and gentlemen, there was a Jared Dudley sighting. <laughs> I loved it. You know what? I cheered for him. There when was, he was a Jared Dudley sighting. <laughs> Four minutes. Hey, the only man that could save the Lakers now. <laughs> so I don't even know what's going on with this bench. I mean, DeAndre Ayman. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about us and our winners. <laughs> Andre Drummond put up seven points, 13 boards. Kyle Kuzma, 15 points. Uh, I mean, Gasol actually made play five points and three assists. Harold, I don't, I haven't seen Montrez Harold this whole series. That's, that was I, the biggest question. I'm pretty sure he's pissed 
that he left the Clippers. I don't know why he left the Clippers. That was kind of a stupid move. But, yeah, I mean, they put everybody in besides, uh, you know, Anthony Davis. And it was they, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. They had two starters. They had f- four starters in single digits. Two. Love to see it. Two with zero, one with seven, and one with four. And those are starters. My favorite part of the game, other than, of course, just demolishing, wiping the floor, wringing them out, and re-wiping the floor with the, with the Los Angeles Lakers, is that we got both Javon Carter and Sticks debuted in the playoffs. Sticks made an appearance. And my favorite part about that, we didn't lose an ounce of intensity. From the game. They went in and they didn't they didn't complain about, you know, especially Javon Carter. He didn't complain about not getting minutes. He didn't say, like, oh, this is just garbage time for me. Like, no. He came in and played Javon Carter basketball. And it was so beautiful to see. Knowing that we have that in our back pocket. That's that is a sign to the rest of the league. This is also what we got. Jalen Smith put up three points, two boards. He has three points in the playoffs. <laughs> Jalen Smith is 100% from the field in the playoffs. <laughs> Jalen Smith has never lost a playoff series in his career. Ah! <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hall of Fame talent. <laughs> Lock it in. I love it. So let's, everybody, move on to the freshest one. The freshest of the fresh, the creme de la creme, the cream de la crap. Everybody had the question, is there going to be a Game 7? What can the Suns do to prevent a Game 7? Yep. What did we do? The correct answer, what can, you, what can they have, uh, what could they do to prevent a Game 7? Play Phoenix Suns basketball and come home with the victory. It was as simple as that. They were beaten down. They were wounded. They were really playing pretty much off of pride alone. The little that we left them with. All we had to do was show up and take care of business. No one needed an all-star performance. Nobody needed to go off. Nobody needed to put up 47 points. Nobody needed to dunk when the game was good, well, and put away. But that is what Phoenix Suns basketball is about. We showed up. And took care of business. There was one point in the game. It was in the second quarter when I noticed that they were down 22 points and Devin Booker had 22 points. And I told myself, I said that that if Devin Booker doesn't have 22 points, it's a tie game. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tie game right now, guys. I I remember they put the the, the teammates thing on uh, TNTs. (laughs) Devin Booker, so many points. The Lakers. (laughs) They did that? I love when they do and, that. And, and it's just, bro. Hey, Devin Booker tonight, the Lakers, 13, whatever. I, I love those, yeah. when they do those type of stats. And, and it was so great to see. Devin Booker woke up the game before and put up 30. He made it very clear that this is his home and he's here to stay. Putting up a 47-point amazing 22-point first quarter. Amazing, amazing run yesterday. I mean, it was unbelievable. 
It was unbelievable. 32 points at the half? There, were, there was a, a point where Eddie Johnson was just saying that there comes every so often, there comes a game where, like, you go even further than just being in the zone. That you are in a place where you don't even know what's around you. The rim looks, like, bigger than it's ever looked to you before, and you're just there. That was where Devin Booker went. He was unconscious all game. He passed the zone. He, he was went, past the zone. Bro, I, there were some shots, like, even there, there was some that we could, ah, fucking heat shake. Uh, no, he, he checks. He checks shots and whatever. Oh, shit, it went in. Yep. Like, off balance, off, like, off it with his, uh, I don't want to say his offhand, but, like, you know, with, the, with his shot off to the side trying to, and it still went in. Bro, the efficiency, the efficiency last night from, from Booker. He was 15 of 22. He was 8 of 10 from 3. 47 points and 11 rebounds. Amazing to see. The game before, Aiden put up 8 points and 7 rebounds. Aiden put up 8 points and 3 rebounds. This game didn't need to do anything else. Yep. Chris it. Paul, 8 points, 12 assists. Didn't need to do anything else. Jay Crowder. Put up 18 points. Definitely showed up this game. He oh, yeah. finally made it very clear that yep. I'm here. Honest, you know what? I'm going to go take that back. The whole Phoenix Suns team played like they were still hot from A. Yep. You ever drink so much you wake up a little drunk? Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Like, let's just keep it going. That's what happened. Don't, don't let yourself cool down. They, <laughs> I don't know how, but they, they were... Coming off a high, and it was just still there. And they were just lighting them up. And I want to go ahead and shout them out, too. Shout out to Anthony Davis for risking his career. No, no. I'm not going to let you do that. Why? Because that is the stupidest decision that has been made, and I was been waiting to bring this up. It's to win. No, no. You win. No, not with this. Not with the players' health and, you know, like. No, he did it. Well, but Chris Paul did it. Chris Paul did it with I his understand. shoulder. No, 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 no. And that—that that was. And I—I I told you that I disagreed with what he was doing. Chris Paul's injury was not as bad as Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis shouldn't have had that call to make. That is the doctor having to be responsible enough to say, you know what? I can't clearly go. It was obvious from from the time he was warming up, he couldn't run, he couldn't cut, he couldn't jump. Shout out to Anthony Davis for trying. No. Shout I'm out not, to Anthony Davis for trying. A player, especially a player like, and, and I'll give you this, he had the biggest heart out there for wanting to try. You and a what, player is always going to say he's fine. And you know what's funny about that too is, um, hey, LeBron James, hey, these shoulders are, are, are built for this. <laughs> Anthony Davis looked at him like, motherfucker, no, they not, bro. No, they motherfucking not. Uh, and that's why he tried to play. And, hey, we saw it uh, from shoot around. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, after shoot-around, I wouldn't have put him he out there. He should have never touched I the court. I would have never put him out. It was sad. We it was sad. To, but, hey, when you, when you want to win. No. When you want to no. win, man. I, I win. understand. And I understand it from a player's mentality because I played Do you cuss. really, though? You don't sound like you sounded from a player's I, mentality. You, you sound know, like you're sounding like a, like a like us, <laughs> like, a, like a media guy. No, I, like, I, I get what I'm saying because you're always going to want to play. Yeah. Like I said, I've played concussed before. How are you going to watch your team, like, get eliminated from the play? It's hard to do. No, no, no. But it, because it shouldn't be up to you, it should be up to the doctor. What doctor cleared him to LeBron play? LeBron James was 100% healthy and didn't watch his team lose. 
Why does the you know why no, does no, no. Anthony Davis got to do it? And I'm not questioning his heart. He's 100 healthy. He I walked off it. the court. Like I a little get bitch. it that he wanted to help, and I get it. You know what? I would have probably wanted to play too. He should have never touched the court. He didn't walk off the court though. He didn't. He stood there. He got carried off. Hey, that's the only way you get me. <laughs> hey, 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 that's beautiful. That's that. That is poetry. That was and it. Like, right that, that there, was man. it. And, and that was not a jab at Anthony Davis. That was him literally getting dragged off. Like, no, you can't go anymore. I, you love to see it. It makes for a good story. It's not worth your career, man. It's not worth your career. And it's true. But unfortunately, without him, they were fucking nothing. They had everybody. And I know this is one thing I, I, we didn't touch on. Uh, game five, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope got hurt. I believe it was an ankle injury. He was a game-time decision, but it was uh, like three hours before the game, it was clear that he was going to play. This is a total jab at Contavious Caldwell Pope. When I found out that he wasn't going to play, I was so sad. I am telling you, he has been the Suns MVP, <laughs> secret undercover double agent <laughs> this whole series. And when I found out that KCP wasn't going to play, I was sad. And I was just like, nah, hey, man, I hope you can fight through it. I hope you you need to play. And then it came. I remember getting, room for you, buddy. <laughs> I remember I was listening to the radio show, and they went ahead and uh, you know hit us with breaking news, and it was like, yeah, actually KCP is is uh is actually starting, and I was like, good, that's good, excellent, that's good. As much as uh, people want to say, I know he had a good series last year in the bubble, bro. I don't think he's a very good player. I don't think he's a good three point shooter. I. I, he's not really that good, man. Hey, he was at the kind of a right place, right time in order to get a contract sort of thing. Personally, yeah, I That's think what so. It was. Right, he hey, got it. All you got to do is play good and on um, contract season, right? Yep. And when you get one season contract season, it looks good, rather than having like a four, you know, four four season thing and watching you play three shitty seasons and get one good season. They resign. No, you had one good season, and that's all they saw. I was like, yeah, no, this is this is you now. And and that always makes it so tough for front offices when they when they see that final good season like bro you've been trash forever like were you holding back or are you actually trash what what is going on here because I got to figure out how much to pay you this is true and you know what they uh they fucked up they paid the wrong guys they kept the wrong guys and they paid for it it was very clear that it was LeBron James. And uh, Anthony Davis, and now I want to go ahead and to actually get into something more. All right. So, and just to just to I, just to wrap it up, one thirteen. No, no, I want to keep talking about this. One hundred. Okay. Yeah, good. I want to keep going on this. I actually wanted to go ahead and to get into my LeBron James spiel. All right. Let's get into it. I don't know if I've ever said on this radio show how I feel about LeBron James. I don't believe you have. I respect his game, and he is one of the top players to ever. Touch basketball that will never he will always go down as a hall of famer and i want to say this him losing his first round his first series in the first round in his 18th season in his career will not even even like no one will touch that record will not touch his legacy that will that won't even even like a little smudge a little smear that will not he will still go down as one of the greatest players that being said, there was a lot of loss of respect for LeBron James in this series. The way he acted, 
was just was just atrocious. But less before I get into that, his gameplay just showed me very clear. There's only one man out there who can't be beat, and his name is Father Time, and you can't beat that guy. And I told, I remember telling Danny this when he made that comment. These shoulders were built for this. That was, I believe, game. It was uh, the, uh, before game five. Yeah, when when he knew he had to go it alone. When he knew that I Anthony remember Davis was out. telling you straight up. I said, Danny, this guy cannot score forty points anymore. He yep. can't do that stuff anymore. He can't be that guy anymore. Yep. You told me he's capable of a triple double, but he's not capable of putting up forty. Not a big one. Nope. And lo and behold, lo and behold, he he he's, he's he can't put the the game on his back anymore. He can't do that. He can't just take over. There was actually something I was listening to earlier, and they were talking about is LeBron James even the best player in this playoffs? No, not in the play, not in this playoff. No, Damian Lillard. Same time. Yo, Bro, we didn't even get into that. Uh, that we we kind of kept our eye on that other game. Yeah. That went to what? I believe double overtime. 55 Holy points. Holy shit. Yeah, no. It was sad to see that uh, I think uh, Dame uh, put up 22 points in the uh, in the two overtimes. And his team put up, I think it was three. Would you have not loved to see Devin Booker and Dame go at it for seven games? Oh, man. That would have been tough. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it would have been good to see. But yep. that being said... He wasn't even the best player in this playoffs. Nope. Dane. I agree. Jokic. I mean, you got Booker still balling out there. Aiden. Aiden. Embiid. You got you you got uh, a whole bunch. Tough news about Embiid, bro. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it is, man. It is. And uh no, just all I I I have a lot of respect for LeBron James game. And that's that's what I wanted to say about that. But the way he acted this series was extremely disheartening, and uh, yeah, he—I don't—I know he probably don't give a fuck. Don't worry, I don't give a fuck about you either. But yeah, no, he lost mad respect for him. The way he acted, man. He—he's uh, always been a, a crybaby flopper to me, but the intensity that he turned it up this uh, series was just a lot, man. I remember telling you this last night. When, uh, when I was messaging with you about, about this game, is that you know my stance on LeBron James. I've always been a LeBron James fan. Making the finals with the Cleveland Cavaliers team that had absolutely nobody around him, going and, uh, you know, uh, playing his best for, for Cleveland, not being able to do that, I don't blame him at all for going to Miami. Went to four straight finals with Miami, won two. Back to Cleveland, gave him, a, gave him a, the... Um, the championship they've been waiting for. A lot of people, and I'm talking to you, Lucio, hated him for him coming back and doing that. Nope. Hey, you know and, what? Uh, I, I have respect for him for keeping a promise that it looked like he originally walked away from. You yep, know what I'm saying? Like, nope. hey, I have a lot of respect for it because it's like, man, you said you were going to get it. And then he did. It was like, ah, hey, there it is. I didn't tell you when. I just said <laughs> I was going to get you. And, and and he had to go and become that player because then maybe he needed. He's always been that and, player. And, 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 but. But the Cavaliers were never that team. I remember watching him the first time. I remember watching his debut. Uh, the, the, uh -huh. the, 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 my friends, they were from uh, Ohio. They're from Toledo, Ohio. And uh, 
I remember them. Well, like LeBron James' first game, I remember watching this kid. I think he put up 24 points. He had like seven boards. I just remember seeing this a grown-ass man. Yeah. Like I, the game, he just looked like he belonged. This is the first player that I've ever seen that was just like, nah, this is I'm, – nah, I'm comfortable here. Straight from high school? Fresh out of high school. And you know what? Like you said, fish out of water, right? The fish in the water, whatever whatever the saying is. All the uh, pressure, you know, that comes with doing that, nothing, bro. He, hey, he handled that with ease. It looks like everything up to that point was holding him back. Because when he got there, his very first game, bro, I, I was like, dude, how, this is his very first game? Like, he's yep. a rookie? It's like he looked like he's been there for years. He's yep. handled business like nothing. I, I mean, I no disrespect to him, but I haven't seen Zion do that. And and the reason why I bring up Zion is because there hasn't been hype from a player coming from that young, growing. I don't know if you since I remember yeah. watching Zion Williamson when he was sixteen years old, watching him on Facebook and Instagram, watching those dunk highlight yeah. tapes, and then well, he finally why. made it. To college, and then now, then that's what I'm saying. Same number thing with LeBron. Overall, there was a lot of people that, oh, why couldn't we have gotten the number one this year? Because the the year before we got Aiden, and then it was coming to coming in uh, Zion the next year. He's like, oh, we could have gotten a much better player. Like, look at this guy; he's the next LeBron. Well, we got what we that, got now. That cursed him. I'm loving him. I'm love. I mean, Aiden. Right now, at this point in juncture, I'm loving the way Aiden has evolved in the playoffs. I'm hoping that this is regular Aiden. Yep. I'm hoping this is the real Aiden and that, like, we just get bullshit uh, regular season Aiden, but I, he has to cut that out. We yeah. can't have... Uh, now we know what you're capable of. Anything less, I know you're slacking. You need to take each game like this serious. Yep. Every game. Because, mind you, if the game isn't that serious, Monty knows that you won't... He, does, he won't put you in the game if it's not that serious. Believe me. If Monty doesn't think that we need this game... You won't be in there. Look what happened with uh, the the uh, last game of the season with San Antonio. Had Jalen right. Smith, Etwan Morrill. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why he puts you in those games because we need you to perform, and you showed us that you can do what we need you to do. Yeah, you can't say you can't anymore. <laughs> that is, is definitely is definitely true. But yeah, just to wrap up my comment right there, like I've always I've always been a LeBron James fan. Um. There was rumors a couple years ago when we had Bledsoe on the team because him and uh, Bledsoe were such good friends that we might have a shot of landing LeBron. I was over the moon. LeBron's friends with everybody, all right, man? I just want to go ahead and point that out right now. (laughs) Everybody's LeBron's friend, man. If it was up to everybody, LeBron would play everywhere. Well, what? But you know what I mean, though. I we know, had I a know, shot I of I getting him. I don't. We didn't. And uh, no, obviously we didn't. And to me, it was like, oh, whatever. You know, we we had a shot. I was excited for it. We didn't, and we we ended, we ended up moving on. Went to the Lakers, won his ring, compared himself to Kobe, whatever. Like, this is for you, my brother. And he did all his whole Hollywood actor stuff or whatever it is he got to do to get attention. And then came this series where, like you said, he just revved up the flopping. He revved up the crying. He like, bro, I, after Chris Paul got injured, I don't know if you remember. I think it was the same game. Yeah, it was. It was game one. When he went down, that play where uh, Cameron Payne got into a Caruso, threw the ball at him, and then uh, that uh, double technicals, everything got blah, blah, blah. LeBron James was down, and he was acting as hard out, holding on his shoulder like, hey, if my buddy Chris Paul could do this, I need attention on me too, and I need to do this, blah, blah, blah. When he saw that a fight broke out over there, he got up. He got closer to the fight. He sat his ass back down like, guys, I'm still hurt. Come over here. 
don't know if you remember that moment. I do. I do. And, 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 it's like, and me looking at that is all like, bro, are you serious right now? Like, you, this, this is the act you're going to do? And the final straw for me was during those last two blowout games because they were blowout games, both of them. I don't care if people say that it was, one was closer than the other, whatever. Now, both of the games were blowouts. I saw shrugging. I saw him, like, standing, leaving four of his teammates down the court, rushing back for defense when, when the turnover was happening, and him not going over there to lend a hand. I saw him just talking to the refs while other, other like, his, his teammates were, like, maybe trying to make some of it. I saw LeBron James give up is what I'm getting at. Give up on his team, on his fans. And that, to me, and I told you this last night in a message, I've lost a lot of respect for LeBron in this series. Uh, I, I don't know if he can come back from this. I don't think he can. If he has a couple of good seasons, I mean, sure, he can probably... I don't, I don't know how his legacy survives. Oh, no. His his legacy is already cemented. No, no. But I, I'm, I'm talking about, like, from here going forward, he's only going to hurt it. Oh. If he keeps going. I don't know. I, I You know what? To be continued. We'll see. We'll see. Because a player like that, I'm not going to lie, he's obviously still very effective. And it's actually good for him that he got uh, eliminated in the first round. It's a lot of rest for him now. Because, mind you, they're only they, – bro, the Lakers, after winning the championship, they had 71 days of rest, and then it was right back to the NBA. Same thing with the Miami Heat, and I, I, I don't want to necessarily say it is, but I'm not going to uh, disregard the factor of, yeah, no, they, they were tired. They were beat. And, that's, it, why, it, that's why that's – why that, and injuries – I think that's why Miami and Los Angeles both got eliminated. Now, I'm not going to I am not going to discount the bubble ring. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Now for me, this may be very ignorant to me because obviously I don't know what it takes to be a world-class athlete. But as someone who has never been a world-class athlete, apart from that, okay. <laughs> as someone who has never taken more than 2 weeks off of work, 71 days seems like an eternity. Yeah, no, that's not where that's a, a month and a half. Yeah, two, no. no, no, two two months and a half. Or? Nah, nah, that's that's definitely not. that's what two that's, months and a half is not enough for what? That is the you're worst. not you're not that you're, is the worst comparison I've ever heard in my life. I I'm not even gonna uh, entertain that. Sorry, you can go ahead and go on your rant. I'm not entertaining that, bro. What are you recovering from in 71 days? Everything, injuries, bro, fucking fatigue, soreness. Who knows if he's fighting, bro? There's so much for, like you said, you don't know what it takes. Again, to be a world yeah, I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, nah, I'm, yeah, it's, nah. It's I'm just, sorry. I get it. I totally get it. And uh, I'm not. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to entertain this conversation. Sorry. All right. Well, moving on right now. Game. This this is over. Just want to point out, like you said earlier, I had said Suns in six. Suns got it in six. That was all. I'm not going to lie. See, I said five. Cause we both we both weren't we both knew that the Lakers weren't just gonna lay down and die. Yeah. But we both knew that the Suns got what the fuck it takes. The Suns were were a better team. You had to in. remind me that actually. I'm not gonna lie, Danny, and I appreciate that. You had to remind me about some of the stuff that we did in the regular season, and it was just like, bro, 
We didn't fucking just win 51 games just because. Yeah. We we play. Exactly. And that and that is why I was and you remember how I was the last couple of weeks of the season? I was so pissed off at everybody saying that uh Oh, why are we winning these games? We want to avoid the Lakers. Why are we trying to get the second seed? Let's try to go down the third. Let's. That's one I thing that so we both agreed on, too. God, I was we so mad. We both never, ever wanted to avoid anybody. We said, hey, whoever, it doesn't matter. And I'm not going to lie. There was something in me. I was like, oh, fuck the Lakers. But then I thought to myself about everything that was going on with the Lakers, injuries, everything, whatever. I told myself, I was like, you know what? If we're going to play the Lakers, I want to play them now. And yep. later. Yep. I told my I was I was like, I want to play him now, then later. And then at one point afterwards, I just fucking gave up and told myself, bro, I don't care who we play. We gotta play everybody anyway. Yep. You know, at if one point want- I just it didn't matter. Just hey, we we gotta play everybody, man. Just put them in front of us. Whoever and, wins, wins, and, and that's who we play. And and to that point, because it is the Lakers and they they were gonna make a sound, we both agree that um going in going into game six. I considered it that right there a must win. Even though we had one more game, if we if we would have lost, it would have like no. You don't want a game seven against anybody. I think I think we both agreed on that. That we don't want to do a game seven. We yeah. don't want to have a game seven. And you know what? You we, don't want to give LeBron a stage. We don't want to put ourselves in that position to be in the game seven. Exactly. We were clearly the better team. So it was it was it was tough to watch them go ahead and go up two one. But it was so happy to see us get it together. Take three in a row. And do what we do. Yep. I love it. And now we go ahead and go to round two. Starting Monday, I'm not sure about the time, but I'm going to go ahead and I am going to say I am 100% sure about our opponent. Danny, who do we got? We got the, I believe, what was it, the third seed? Yeah, could be. Third seed, Denver Nuggets. So, Denver coming to town, possible MVP going up against DeAndre Ayton. I'll tell you, even though they won the series 2-1, to one, it was so much fun to watch all three games because I believe in those three games, DeAndre Ayton played a hell of a game against Jokic. I believe one of them, if you remember... Stop. Stop. You keep saying DeAndre Aiden. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. You're talking about the uh, the Nuggets Blazer series or what? No, the, I'm talking about the game, the, the three games regular season between the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the three games that we saw it during the season, I, they, I, they, were, they were some good games. And uh, what, what I liked is because we were in. They won 2-1. to one. I remember one game specifically where D.A. was doing a hell of a job defending Jokic. He was going to get his points. We, we all knew that. He's possibly MVP. He's got my vote. But D.A. fouled out of that game. They finally got him to foul out, and that is when they took that over. That is when he took I over. I believe it was in double overtime. Overtime. If, I remember if, if that. not just overtime, it might have and been double. And it pissed me off because afterwards, he just started doing that bully ball to the yes, basket. He he just, just went I don't in. know if you remember. He just oh. put his, his, his body to the what basket. What was up? Sarge? Turn around. Sarge is going to stop him? It, was, it wasn't happening, man. And I remember that. I actually remember that. 
Uh, unfortunately for them, they did lose a big piece in Jamal Murray. Bro. Get well soon. Bro, you are a monster and you are an upcoming rising star. Yes. But I also want to mention, I think Austin Rivers is a campaign like a little bit better. To be honest with you, I'll give Austin. Austin I Rivers. To keep him. That's one thing I kind of want to sit and talk about is Austin Rivers was sitting at home. Just nobody wanted to sign. He's been sitting at free agent. Nobody wanted him. And well, then, bro, we had him. We let him go. No, I'm talking about like a couple, like in the last couple months. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Like when it, it was, I believe it was last year's trade. No, so last I, year. I'm talking about now. No, though. That, that's what I'm saying. That why didn't we keep him? I don't know, bro. I I, I got I got nothing. I want. Didn't him. we need a guard? No, we needed a point guard. So, I mean, I, I I don't know what where, what was the problem with him staying and talk to James Jones all the way. I don't know, bro. He, hey, I, if I, there, if there is one man that I'm not questioning any life decisions, it's James Jones. He could tell me tomorrow that there's fucking two moons out in the sky right now. I'm gonna believe his ass. Every squirrel finds a nut <laughs> once in a while, and that's what I'm gonna go ahead and say because I still don't fucking forgive you. For giving LeBron James Tyson Chandler for free. Even though... Bro, you said you forgave him like two episodes ago with everything that he's done. Come on, man. Find the clip. Ah. If you find the clip, then I'll believe you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put in like 40 hours overtime looking for that clip. I hope so, because now that I th think about it, I don't think I'm over it. It sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't think I'm over it now that I think about it. I don't think I'm, I'm fully over that ah. shit, man. But... Hey, man. Yeah, no. Talk to me. Oh, fuck shit. I don't know <laughs> All right. Well, bottom line is that he is a hell of a player, and he's, he's going to be a handful. He's killing it. And, bro, he, he may, I mean, he obviously wasn't a no match for uh, Damian Lillard. I don't know if you remember that. He was just like, bro, this guy. And I quote, he was like, dude, this dude just kept making shots. <laughs> it was just like, I, got, I don't know what you want me to do. I got a hand in his face. I got two <laughs> hands in his face. He just keep making it. And then there's a clip. Of uh, him after Damian Litter missed the shot where he's like, oh, my God, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he's, like, looking up and praying. He's like, thank you. So, yeah, that's how badass Damian Litter is. But Austin Rivers was putting up numbers himself. He can score the three. He can pass. I mean, he can cut inside. He's not going to be no bitch. He's not going to be nothing that, that, that we can sleep on. But let's be honest about it. The guy that we're all worried about. The big man, I mean, the the team, it's uh, Aaron Gordon, Nikolai Jokic, Michael Porter. And I want to go ahead and say those three guys together. I mean. Tell me why Aaron Gordon is on Phoenix Sun right now. I've been wanting him for years. He was available. He was there. He would have filled a need. I would tell you. But you wouldn't believe me because if this guy told you tomorrow that something was going to you would do it, all right? So, but I would tell, I, I mean, I, I can point a finger if you want me to, bro. I know exactly who, who's the reason. All right? I don't know why he didn't make the move. I mean. Oh, he was too busy getting us Tory Craig. I knew, uh, I knew you were going to bring up the cash considerations. Hey, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll zell you it. <laughs> That's what he told him. Oh, for Craig, I'll right, zell you the money, right bro. Right now. <laughs> so it was Don't it. You, you got to take it up the ladder. You got to get started. No, 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 no. From my account right now, this is your money. <laughs> uh, shit, I got it in my wallet, bro. I, I got you. Um, 
they didn't want to power forward. And I, I think we had that conversation. I think me and you had that conversation where we didn't want to power forward. I, I think I know you said you wanted Aaron Gordon, but I remember us talking about it and you said that no, you didn't want to make the move. For well, Aaron because Gordon. we had a bigger need at center. Exactly. But he That's could what have moved it. Like what, what who do you rather have as center? Gordon or Sarge? Well, I wanted JaVale McGee, I, okay, okay. but the same – no, because it's the same and I, team. And I know that you wanted Drummond, too. We're going to bring that up again. And. No, we're not going to bring up Drummond. <laughs> Actually, I owe DeAndre Aiden a hefty fucking apology after this fucking series. <laughs> Damn, it's – I hope – I mean – You even said he was going to play behind him. It, yeah, no, I – but uh, Matt, fuck. I mean, seeing that, I really hope that's not Deion, uh, Andre Drummond's ceiling. Because I, I know he's young, too. I think he's only like 27, 28. I believe he's 28, I think. Yeah, so I hope that's not his sin because that's all he's got. Fuck, that sucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I apologize. Yeah, no, DeAndre Aiden, keep doing what you're doing. There you go. I uh, know, keep doing what you're doing right there. But, no, back to uh, what I'm saying. I wanted JaVale McGee as, as, our, as our backup. But, I mean, Denver was a dick, and they took him, too. So, I, I mean... What were you gonna do? Put uh, Aaron Gordon at center? Like, I mean, you. I, mean, I remember having that conversation over with you, Sarge. Yeah. Yeah. No, obviously yeah. that's what I'm saying. But yeah, no. Then why didn't you want? Why didn't you want Gordon? I did want Gordon. That's what I'm saying. You're saying no, just, I, we, no, no. Over the center position. When we were talking about it at one point, you said I was like Gordon. You was like, no, we need a center. No, it, I would have wanted an established center. But I would have settled for Gordon at center position over Sarge. Yeah. That's what I mean. No, no, oh no, obviously. So, yeah, so, no, so, obviously. so we're on the same page. Yeah. Here. I just think uh, I think at the time you wanted Gordon, he wasn't available. You it's wanted cause, it's because there's been like you three wanted him, you wanted him in like the beginning of the but season. Th- there's been like three different times over the past few years where he's been available. Oh yeah, but it's always during trade talks. Yeah, it, it's never, it's, bro. It's never uh, been beginning of the season yeah. stuff. It's never been beginning of the. And let's be honest about it, Orlando Magic they clean house. They got rid of Vucevic. They kicked for, our ass before they did. <laughs> and then you know what really pissed I hated me off? That game. I don't know if you remember that, but two days later we had to play the fucking. Uh, we had to play the. Can Mad- we play them again? <laughs> fucking yeah, we had to play the Bulls with his ass. Fuck man. Fuck. I remember that. Like we just fucking saw you. God damn. So that's the problem. We always have problems with center. And going into this into this matchup with the big men, we're obviously going, in my personal opinion, the best big man in the league. Joel Embiid, I, I hope you're not listening because I know you're gonna fucking comment. But bro, you're <laughs> great. You're fucking fantastic, but you can't stay healthy. So I mean, bro, you need to take a back seat real quick. But it does go Jokic and Bead and bro, Jokic. Well, let me just to break it down. This past game right now, game six, Jokic, what, 36, 36, points, 36 right? points. The game before, game five, 38 points. Just in case uh, you guys are keeping score at home. Uh, right before that, that's where he still, uh, was slowing down. He, he, he only played uh, 27 minutes, 16 points for game four. slowing down. That's when he started to pick up. Well, you know, going backwards, yes, but that, yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. But yeah, see, he had he had a bad like just like Booker had a bad game. Like that's that's what I'm saying. And but, then I don't know if you watched the game yesterday because it was on yesterday. Uh, they were down, bro. They that was that was they a team that did down. not give up. I saw the final end because it was funny because the TNT guys even put that right there. Like if you guys missed this game or if you just caught the the tail end, this is all you need to know. They were up by what was it, twenty two points? They were up. A lot, and I think it was like going into the fourth quarter. It was like 
maybe five minutes left in the third when they started to make that run. Yeah. And, and then after that, bro, Jokic took bro, it went from that's like playoff basketball. It went right from there. being down twenty two to being like up thirteen with like seven minutes left. Like, dude, they took total control. Yeah, because uh, seeing the scores, like, okay, they won comfortably at the end. You know, they were able to dribble the ball out, whatever it may be. But I was surprised to find that because I didn't watch the game and I, I saw they like the highlights at the end. Like, they were down by how much? Yeah. And, and, and you know, when normally we've seen this, nothing out of this world to see a comeback like that from an NBA team, but they win by two, three, four points, you know, barely, you know, make the comeback and scrape by. But to win comfortably. Oh, no, like, hey, with ease. Damn. With ease. So. That's the team we got to face. And I, I I love the defensive matchups because it's probably going to be uh, Porter and Crowder and Bridges and uh, – and or, or no, no, Crowder and Gordon and then yep. Bridges and Porter. And then, and then you know, Aiden and Jokic, of course. And then Paul and, uh, you know, so the, the, I, one, I, the one man, the one man who's open and available, they ain't got nothing for Booker. Booker, if it, I mean, and when we when we when we talk about matchups and we talk about the man, it's this is your time to shine, bro. And the thing is that uh, our guard spots are are heavy. I think our guard spots are heavy favored they, with a uh, Booker and uh, Paul against uh, Austin Rivers. And honestly, I apologize, but I can't even name their uh, their shooting guard at the moment. But um, we'll find out. But my point on this is is that this is where. Coming in at number two gives you such an advantage. Because if we had tanked, like so many of you wanted us to, to try to avoid a Lakers series, we'd be in number three. And the Nuggets would have the first two games at home. We have a full capacity stadium waiting on Monday night for this playoff round two Eruption. series. And, and look at, a real quick, I, um, look at a team... Who did go ahead and, and, and tanked two games so they would avoid to play a, a team? Cowards. And that was the L.A. Clippers. And now they're facing a game they're on seven. The verge. <laughs> they, I, I, granted, they do have one of the best players in the NBA. Kawhi went ahead and, ladies and gentlemen, today is Friday the 4th. And Kawhi Leonard went ahead and put up 45 points oh, Lord. for the L.A. Clippers to win and force a game seven. Oh, shit. But mind you, now they got to gotta play up. a game they seven. They got to do it again. Yep. If they played the Lakers, they'd probably they'd, they'd be done in six. <laughs> <laughs> I love to, you love to see it. But, so uh, if they fought for that, know, yeah. I, I had this in the, in the, you know, in a fun fact, this would be the only quote-unquote uh, upset because the number one, number two, number three seeds, they all won their series. So it's, I mean, number four seed, you on paper should be should be able to win and i say quote unquote because i don't know if you saw this but the entire series suns lakers in vegas suns were the underdogs oh yeah and that's what's funny is because how I've, disrespectful is that i see you got a hater on your uh, facebook i don't know i, I don't know <laughs> I, I, I see i see you got a you got a huge i don't know if he's a laker fan but he definitely a hater they die hard lakers he fan he definitely a hater and then uh, hey he he made it very clear Sons aren't the underdogs. They're number two seed. Hey, not the way you talking about us, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but then when we call ourselves underdogs, oh, we're not the underdogs. Well, hey, bro, according to the betters who make money off doing this shit, we're the underdogs. 
I didn't like that at all. That's it. Hey, guess what though? I did like that elimination. I loved it. Have you? Did you hear from? Did you tag him? Did you? Did, did, did no, 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 no. Did after you shout him out. After game, ah, uh, what was it? Game four. Well, we tied the series in 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 LA. I just put out on my page. I haven't heard from any of you guys, and uh, we'll have some something like that. And he like, I haven't heard from you after this performance, and you have no excuses now. You know who you are. Ah, my page has been silent, bro. My page is empty. I'm looking. I'm refreshing. I think there's something wrong. I checked with my internet connection, guys. I sent you the payment, right? You guys didn't cut off my internet. No, you're good, man. You're good. You're Your IP is good. So I mean, my IP is good. Like everything. Did you refresh? I had to go and like I checked at home. I had to come to the studio, and you know, double check my connection. I checked my my feed here, bro. My page is empty. Not a comment. Hey, hey, weird. This is so weird. It, it, it's <laughs> it's like, it's like they were talking stuff before it was over, and now that it's over, it's like they it's. It's not how they wanted it to go. Right? <laughs> Ladies oh and gentlemen, let's go ahead and finish this off. We are so happy that starting Monday, for the first time in a long time, I know we haven't made the first round in 11 years, but I, wait, when was the last time we made the second round? Do you remember? Last time we were there, was it the... Correct me if I'm wrong. Last time we were there, was it the time that we got eliminated in the fine in the Western Conference final? The uh, what we didn't box out on Ron Artest. No, was I'm, it that not that one? Because it's been so long, I'm, bro. I'm trying to think. Was it uh, that one season where we got knocked out in the first round? Did Jeff Hornacek give us a a, a playoff berth? I'm be tripping if Jeff Hornacek took us to the playoffs. I love Jeff Hornacek. I thought he was a good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Wow, he goes ahead and looks that up. Yeah, I got right here. 2010 playoffs, the Western Conference Finals. Los Angeles Lakers over the Phoenix Suns. That, that was, was the it. last time? That, that was with that, that box out. That never happened. That was Do you it. remember that? Ron Artest. Ron Artest or Meta World P, whatever it is he's calling himself these days, but nobody boxed him out. That put in. Oh. Hey, hey, after that bullshit, he'd call himself fucking NBA final Western Conference champion, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that was 20, 2010 uh, Phoenix Sun playoff run. That was the last time. So, so yeah, we did make it all the way there last time. Uh, so, so this is. This what is, a humble. What a, hey, hey what, what a humble start to get knocked out in like damn near the final round. It's 11 years later. Knock them out in the first round. Yep. <laughs> Let's go ahead and keep it going. We have Denver Nuggets on Monday. Danny, let me go ahead and before we end it, let me get a prediction and a little tidbit of what you want to see from the Suns. I will, before I give my prediction, I just want to say that uh, the Nuggets are obviously suffering from, you know, their one of their star players being down. Uh, they got this season's MVP. Starting, and uh, he's got he's got my vote. Oh, def- sure. definitely, without a doubt. That's why I was mad that that Chris Paul didn't make top three. Like he was never gonna win it. Come on, man. Like, yeah, no, uh, there was a uh, Dame Lil and then, uh, hey, top five though. He was top. Five. Oh, top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was top five. So yeah. So that that's that's good enough for me. Going into this game, I put one condition. Um, I'll I'll put I'll put two conditions right now. If uh, if we execute. Chris Paul's going to get a few days to rest. He should be back at 100%. Knock on wood. 
And if we get the execution of the plays, if we get the crowder that we saw in the last few games from the beginning of the series, I'm not worried about campaign. I'm not worried about Mikael Bridges. I'm damn sure not worried about Devin Booker. If we get the DeAndre Ayton that we saw fighting, fighting passionately, putting like his very like 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 if his life depended on it. That is that is how he played against the Lakers. If we get that, DeAndre Ayton, Suns in five. Whew. I am actually going to go the opposite way. I think that if we get everybody to play the way they play, and we don't get the, the DeAndre Aiden that we need. I see Suns in five as well. All right. I see if we can get 100% Chris Paul, if we can get Devin Booker to play just like he did the last two games, if we can get that, if we can get Jay Crowder play just like he did the last two games, campaign, Cam Johnson come off the bench, Frank Kaminsky keep it going. I think it's going to be one of those moments of let Jokic do whatever he wants. Let him ha- let stop him everybody let else. Him yep. And that's why I think that's where we're different. I'm going to go ahead and say, Suns, five, if we get that. I love to hear it. And you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. I remember that was my tactic for when uh, we had to play guys like Dirk Nowitzki. Giannis, I remember that. Let, that him, was- let him have his game. Let him have his game. Stop everybody. He can't beat us alone. We just saw LeBron couldn't beat us alone. Uh, I definitely don't think that uh, that Jokic could beat us alone. No disrespect on him, but it's one against five. If without the help of his teammates, if we were able to shut down the other four guys around him, we're good. And that's where I'm at, and that's what I'm trying to say. So do you agree with that? You I'll, agree. Yep, I'll agree with all your points. I like it. One thing I agree with you, though. Suns in five. Suns in five, definitely. That's what I love to see. And uh, to wrap up this final segment right here is something that uh, was brought up in the in the, the hours before uh, this uh, Pivotal Game 6 is contracts. I don't know if you want to get into this. I don't want to get into speculation, but if you want to go ahead and, and leave the show with a cliffhanger, that's on you. Chris Paul reportedly is uh, is going to expected decline, is expected to decline the forty forty one million dollar. Wait, forty one or forty four? I believe it's forty one. I believe it's somewhere along there. Hey. A lot of fucking money. A lot money. of fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more than I'm going to see in my lifetime. <laughs> Guys, spon- sponsor this podcast. I, 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 I want to eat meat again. <laughs> Please, I'm wearing the same shirt from yesterday. <laughs> and, He's uh, going to decline the option. Uh, that's what is, is said to happen, but right. I don't want to get too deep into that because, hey, hey, we don't know what's, I mean. I, we don't know, but I will say this. Chris Paul's got a few good years left in him. He obviously loves it here. He loves playing with Devin Booker. He loves playing with Monty. I don't know if you saw that video 
of the locker room. Everybody saw that video. Oh Ladies and gentlemen, God. if you haven't seen that video, we'll go ahead and put the video up on our Instagram account, sticks.kicks. Go ahead and put it up on the Twitter, stickskicks1. Yes. And we will go ahead and put it up on the Facebook, sticks and kicks. But yeah, so he obviously likes playing for Monty, so that just tells me that he wants to stay longer. So if it, if 40, if declining $40 million means he could get a couple more years, maybe a three-year $100 million, which is what's rumored to be out there, I don't see how you can deny him that. I know we got Aiden's contract coming up. We got Mikel's contract coming up. Now, yes, Bridges. Yeah, well, Mikel, same yeah. person, sorry. <laughs> and then, uh, hey, one thing that we said in the earlier segments that we were going to talk about that I guess we'll go ahead and talk about, we got pain at the end of the season coming up. Yep. And uh, analysts, people out there, hey, they've taken notice to what he did in that first round. People are calling him an $8 million per year player. Pay him. Pay the man. I would like to quote from a few weeks ago where Robert Sarver said on, I believe it was Bickley and Murad. Might have been that show. It was definitely Arizona Sports Radio. Shout out to them. We love you guys. But he said, we will do whatever it takes financially to keep this core group. And if that means him opening his wallet to that luxury tax, this is where you can take credit for keeping the Suns together. Because I've been a huge, huge critic of him. And I've told him that this success, he cannot claim it. Because it's been 10 years of failure until he finally got it right, until he finally stepped away. So I'm not going to give him credit. But if you want to finally do something right, pay whatever it is you have to pay to keep this team together. Lock it in, baby. The uh, the Phoenix Suns are going to pull a Tampa Bay Buccaneer move. They're going to re-sign everybody. Run it back. Run it back, baby. I love it. And ladies and gentlemen, on that note, Danny, final thought. Final thought is definitely going to be Suns are coming off of the biggest high that they've been on in on a decade. So it's definitely going to be something very exciting to watch for the Valley. Game one is on Monday. And from there, we start a whole other roller coaster. For those of you that follow my social media, you saw me last night giving my thoughts, my honest thoughts on the whole series, on my feelings. And I said, we celebrate tonight, tomorrow, right back to work. And that is what the Suns are going to do. Suns and five, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. We are 25% done with the road. Win, lose, or draw. This is Phoenix Suns Nation, and we are not done. Let's go! Let's go!